BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Why do you say it like that? What do I say it like? You say it like, good. I feel like because you're trying to also sing it and say it, you know? No, I think it's because of this family reference of good morning and G. It is G-U-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. but, But you're saying it. Okay. This is so deep. But when we went to high school, remember? When we went to high school. When we went to our first high school. Yep. Yeah, there good you morning. Do you know that somebody, uh, it, I, I will literally show you the text after, but somebody referenced that to me like two weeks you're ago. You're lying. Swear to God. And you're going to cry from the reference. But um, yes, I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, let's just explain it to the listeners because this is so inside baseball. But Olivia and I went to high school together. I mean, our whole Obviously. life. But we went to two different high schools, which yes. is why I'm being so weird about high school, high school. The first high school that we went to, which we loved, the principal used to make an announcement over the speaker every morning yep. and he would always say, good morning. Yeah. And he said it like that. <laughs> he said it weird and that's how you're saying it. No, I'm saying it because I feel like, honestly, that is not what was at the forefront of my mind. What was is I feel like good morning millennials is G-U with two dots over it, yeah. D. And so like I say it like that and sing it like that because I feel like that's what you guys do. Like I'm trying to emulate Claudia in the C. Yeah, I feel like the way that I say it is good. Yeah, I say it with a, like G-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-D. Good morning, millennials. <laughs> no, that's horrible. No, that's why I'm doing good morning. Okay. You know? Okay, okay. okay. Oh, I'm realizing that you're focusing on the word morning for me and I'm focusing on good. Is that the word that is? is... No, it was all weird, but <laughs> but, but it's fine. Good you bring your own morning. flair to the yeah, show. It's morning, you know? You bring your own flair to the show and we're so excited to have you here. Happy Friday, everyone. So a little bit change of plans. I was supposed to podcast with Claudia today from Viva Las Vegas, But she had a wild night out with the Bravo Swirlies, so she asked me to podcast without her. So Olivia is joining me for this audio-only episode. We're in my studio recording, which is really fun because we're not doing video. We're, like, not looking at a camera. We're looking at each other, and it's very intimate. It's very intimate, and I it's definitely, like, less pressure. You know, I feel – I do feel a bit more comfortable, I have to be honest, like, being in the podcast-only format because obviously – podcasting, like, alone on its own is just so – you you realize why people really open up on podcasts because you could like not when we do video yeah, but like, like I'm see in how my, you're sitting see how like I'm sitting I'm in my spreading I'm you know? in my sweats like I'm cozy you just never know what's going to be shared a hundred percent yeah audio only is a is a special kind of episode yeah and it's perfect for Friday perfect for this Friday is the energy I needed we don't have Claudia here to sing us into the day but we do have Olivia do you have a song that you want to sing today 
Um, you know that I don't watch the toast every single day, although deep in my heart, I'm the number one fan. So like explain to me what singing into the day even means. Friday. You oh, know, she sings every time she intros a Friday episode, she sings her the song, which, you know, I gotta get down on Friday. Yeah. So like you could sing that you could sing anything really. Whenever Everybody I think of used singing, forward. do you know what I think of? Um, do you think about Belle, Beauty and the Beast, yep. or do you think about Only Hope, Mandy Moore? Oh, that's a good one, too. No, Those I are think the only of, two songs that I sing. I so. think of Little Town. It's a quiet village. Beautiful. Keep going. Every day like the one before. You know, it's so funny. People don't know that in our eighth grade production, um, I was Belle in Beauty and the Beast. And so... I know that movie forwards and backwards. Yeah. That play, actually, because, you know. It's such a fun fact. Olivia was the star of the middle school play. She yeah. was Belle. Uh, I think I was a village person just supporting my big sis. By the way, I was, like, super into theater music, the whole shebang. In high school, Claudia and I were in choir together, and they never gave us solos, so we quit. Um, That's but we so were, you guys. we were, you know, we talked about this last time. Like, we're musical girlies. Playing yeah. instruments, doing drama, yeah, chorus. So one of Kayla's favorite movies is Beauty and the Beast. And does she know yet that her mother starred as Belle? Um, we like <laughs> tell her, but she doesn't. She's like, what are you talking about? We need to find like the VHS. If anybody went to our middle school and has. I feel a, like I know a way to get it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll work oh on God. it. I'll work on it. Oh my God, that would be so funny. There's only to like watch. that one iconic picture where my hair is like super curly. And you were like an extra. A on village set. person. Yeah. 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 What was your play? Fiddler, Fiddler on, on the, the roof. roof. Yeah. Da 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 da. Fiddler on the roof slaps. The music bops. If you haven't ever seen it, watch it. Combat anti-Semitism. Watch Fiddler on the Roof this weekend. I love that. We message. need to add that to our list of movies for family vacation. Claudia and I have a running list of movies that we think would be good for the whole family to watch that we can pull up the list when we're on vacation and we have we Great. don't know what to watch. Um, Which always happens. So I'm going to add... Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof. Ooh, Matilda. Have you seen that on Netflix yet? Is there a new one? There's a Matilda the Musical. No, haven't seen it. I think it. it came... I don't know if it came out yet, but they've been like working on it for a while and it looks really good. I'm watching Bosch. Like, that's my vibe, you know? No, what's that? Oh, it's, um, you know, like drama, cop drama, murder mystery vibes. You oh, know? that's so you. So me. Cool. But there's a new season and it's on Freebie, which is like the Amazon ad supported. Jury duty. Um, which is super annoying, but got to do what you got to do. At least it's free. V. Free. V. Yeah. That's an interesting tactic. I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying. It's literally cable. Let's, no, I know, but it's like annoying when you actually think about it because I'm watching it on Amazon Prime, which I pay for, right? So it's like, and then I'm getting this like ad. So I'm like, I'm intentionally paying for the service. Like I pay for 15 other services. So my goal would be to watch something without freaking ads. But I think you can watch Freebie without paying for Amazon Prime is the point. Oh, I know, but. But you're already paying. Yeah. I hear you. That's no, like where I'm like, accessing it. No, if you're going to not pay for something and you're going to get commercials, like, so it's cable. So we're back to what we left. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's not like six ads. There's two. Okay. But which they're is like 90 seconds. Yeah. And they only come up two times instead of like every 15 minutes if you're watching like an hour long program. Listen, everyone's trying to make it work. Everyone's trying different things of ad supported subscription based. I don't know where things are going to shake out, but 
They're trying their best. They're trying over their there. best. And they're using us as the guinea pigs. Yeah. We are the product. Yeah, we That's are. That's like in the social dilemma when it's like if you're not paying for something, you're the product. Yep. Serious stuff. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you on the show today. You're going to help me break down the Fast Five stories Can't that you wait. need to know. Anything new with you that you want to share with everyone? Any anecdotes, thoughts? Not really. It's just been like another whirlwind of a week. I feel like I can't even believe it's Friday already and I'm so glad it is. I'm super ready for the weekend. We're just getting over Levi having hand, foot, mouth, which was a real journey. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just, um, cheers to the freaking weekend. Cheers to the freaking weekend. And I guess I should mention, it would be on Claudia to mention this. Um, she didn't mention it all week and now she's not here today. So I, I guess I'll have to you know, talk about myself that my birthday is on Monday. Yeah. So the next time you guys hear from me, I will be a year older, a year wiser. And that's just weird. This is like such a crazy birthday. I've never been like less prepared for a birthday. Like it's How just old gonna, are you? 31. I'll be turning. I thought you were turning 30 actually. Like I just only realized that you're 31 because I'm 32 and I know there's a year apart between us. So yeah. yeah. So, 31. It's like, you know what? 31 is just like a whatever birthday, you know? Yeah. Sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, whoa, I'm not going in that lake. That's really old. But um, other times. No, you're already 30. What's the difference yeah. between 30 and 31? Agreed. And I'm the youngest in my friend group. So like they're all turning 32 and it's like, oh, I'm not even 31 yet. Oh, okay. Cool. You're so young. I'm just so young. Yeah, and it's little. your birthday. We'll, we'll have some celebrations this yeah. weekend. We were just talking about what we're going to do. I think it's going to be a chilly birthday I just want to like make a chilly it's have gonna you be guys a chill over. chilly birthday yeah yeah but um I'm going to make a chilly because those are the best dates you got chili on the stove you guys will come we'll have dinner together it's and that Monday sounds, night you can watch some football true and that sounds like just what I'm looking for right now I'm just extremely tired and I just want to chillax so that's all I'm looking for for my birthday love that for you great well I guess without further ado, we could get into everything. We have a lot to do today, and I know you're a busy woman. As are you. True, so I don't want to keep gotta you. You got to make that dinner tonight. Oh my gosh, I'm making beef stew. Thank you for reminding me, because Claudia does not care about my beef stew journey. Just wait in two years, she'll be like, I'm making beef stew. But I'm, You know I care deeply. You care deeply also because you are going to be enjoying my beef stew tonight. I am, and I'm sure it's going to be absolutely delicious. So I made it last week when Dana was here, and it was really good, but I'm not following that recipe again. I didn't think it was enough food and not enough flavor, if I'm being honest. Like, New York Times, do better, bitch. So right now I'm looking for the right recipe for us. I think I might have found it. Oh, but I think I, also, you know, my MO is just like wing it. You can't mess it up. You'll be fine. That's No, 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 no. That's where you and okay. I differ. Okay. okay, I found a recipe from... Spend with pennies. I made her mac mashed potatoes once before, so I kind of trust her. And this one has celery. It has carrots, potatoes, onions, which the other one did. And it has celery and peas. I don't want peas. Do you like peas? I do. Okay, I could add them. I just always find that they're the only thing left on my plate. You know, I eat around them. Oh, well, maybe that's a you thing. But, but... Zach had also said it would be good with peas. So fine, I'll add yeah. the peas. It and... gives like shepherd's pie vibes, you know? Yeah, I wanted to add mushrooms. Lovely, I love a mushroom. Okay, it's just if it's not in the recipe, like when do I put it in? I really need it to be like paint by numbers, you know? Yeah, you'll be fine. I don't know, Olivia. What do you think is going to happen to the mushroom? The mushrooms will be overcooked or undercooked. They'll disintegrate. Okay. Or I, they'll be tough and chewy. But mushrooms, like, have oomph to them, like a carrot. Think about that. Like, you're not going to cook a carrot to such high hell that it turns into puree in your stew. No, but a carrot starts very hard. It's not the same texture. They it's shouldn't not, need the same amount of time. There's a lot of moisture in a mushroom. I think you'll be okay. 
have to just trust my gut. I would saute the mushrooms first so that way you cook them and then add them in when you're feeling like it. Sound off in the comments. What should I do about the mushrooms? Thank you. Welcome. But yes, I'm excited and I'm going to bake some challi that I braided last night. Oh, yeah. And have a lovely Shabbat. You love saying challi now. I love challi. But you don't say challah anymore. I just say challi, do I? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but we haven't had a meal together actually like in a bit because Levi had Because everyone's been sick. Yeah. yeah. It's just been like a rotating door. So now hand we're back. mouth is I, like really one of the worst out there for the kids. Yeah. But it's like okay in the sense of like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But there's nothing lot, to give them. Right. There's nothing to give them which makes it like a good one and a bad one. Right. Like there's nothing to give them because it's kind of the thing that just goes Cycles away on its own. Through. needs time. But there's really very limited things you can do for your child to make them feel better because you can like, you know, it's not like ear infection, antibiotic. Okay. You know that there's a process for that. And it took about like really 10 days for everything to just go away completely. Yeah. Um, He was just in so much pain because he had the sores in his mouth. He couldn't eat. He couldn't sleep. Um, Popsicles like really just saved the day for him just to like numb his mouth and like get something down. But my sweet boy. It missed his birthday. He got sick literally two days later. Yeah. And the last time I was on the toast was on his birthday. So right. it's like just been, that's when you're like, what have you been up to? Like I've been dealing with hand foot mouth. Got it. Also, everyone wanted to know what I did wind up getting you for Levi's yes. birthday because I didn't get you what you, I, you thought I got you. I got her a car seat for their golf cart. It's hard with the golf cart with like the little kid because they don't have the seatbelt sometimes. And so yeah. like you don't want to hold them. So there was this company that makes like, golf cart car seats where you can strap them in really easily and that's what I got for Levi because he loves cruising he on the loves golf cart cruising and I had had a golf cart car seat for Michaela and the one that you, but got you guys didn't like it 4,000 times better like yeah. Zach was like okay we're gonna actually buy another one for Michaela because they actually both sit right there you can have like three of them on the bench basically somebody driving and the two kids and they live to drive around in it like with the wind in their hair it's their absolute favorite thing yeah because I remember you weren't happy with the one that you got for Michaela and then I found this one I thought it was really good so I got one for Lee yeah and you know what because there were very limited options when I bought it two years ago you know no it's okay it's not like no no I love it I'm obsessed and obviously shout out easy go because we love our golf carts it's like the best thing ever thanks easy go um, okay, well, now it's time for the Fast Five Stories, and before we get into said Fast Five Stories, I need to let you know that today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by the new L'Oreal Paris Bright Reveal Dark Spot Serum and Broad Spectrum SPF 50 Daily Lotion. Dark Spots, game over. So we've been talking about this um, Dark Spot Serum and Broad SPF Daily Lotion for a few weeks now on the Toast. I actually was just on the Toast Instagram last night showing you guys how I use the Dark Spot Serum because Dark Spots, they gotta go. Summer is over and now you might be noticing more fun spots that you endured from the summer, you know, fun in the sun, playing pickleball. It's all fun and games until the dark spots appear. So the dark spot serum is amazing. It has 12% niacinamide, amino sulfonic, ferulic acid. You don't need to know what those ingredients do. You just need to know that they work. They visibly fade all types of dark spots, such as age spots and sunspots, as well as post acne marks. 
In a clinical study over 12 weeks, expert grading of dark spots, age and sunspots, and post-acne marks visibly faded up to 40%, which is amazing. It's made for all skin tones, suitable for sensitive skin, like your girly here, and formulate, the formula is validated by dermatologists. You always want to have a dermatologist-recommended skin product because it's your skin. So L'Oreal is a brand we can trust. These products are amazing. I love the dark spot serum, and then in the mornings I add the SPF now that we are still in the sun. You still need SPF. So you can get the Duo, the Bright Reveal Dark Spot Duo, if you visit Target online and in-store to buy yours today. When you pair these two together, the Derm Validated Duo visibly reduce, reduces the look of dark spots in just one week and visibly fades and protects from dark spots. So this is a no-brainer. Head over to Target, check it out, the Bright Reveal Dark Spot Duo. Today's episode is also brought to you by Wella Pro. So Wella Professionals has over 140 years of experience developing hair care, initially for professional use only and previously only sold in salons and consistently ranked among the top loved brands by professionals and stylists. So we have been using the Wella Ultimate Repair Miracle Hair Rescue. It's a leave-in spray treatment designed to work on wet hair. If you were to smell my hair right now, you'd say, Jax, your hair smells so good. And I would tell you it's because I used my Wella last night. I am obsessed with using it after I wash my hair. So it's a leave-in treatment. You do like 10 to 20 sprays. So you just like lather it all up. And actually when Claudia and I were doing our brisket cook-off that night we both like stunk like brisket and so I got in the shower washed my hair and I sprayed Wella in my hair and like my hair smelled so good the next day Claudia was like my hair still smells like brisket I was like my hair smells amazing because I love the Wella um, Ultra Repair Miracle Hair Rescue I love a leave-in treatment I love a leave-in treatment that you don't have to wash out this is a major key so the Wella products are amazing. They're used by professionals. I don't have that much time to focus on my hair right now. So I need something that's going to be 90 seconds, spray it in, leave it in, move on with my life. You can try the Ultimate Repair Miracle Hair Rescue with 10% off of the travel size on Amazon using promo code 10TOAST. So 10% off the travel size on Amazon by using promo code 10TOAST. I'm seriously obsessed with the Wella Professionals new line, the Ultimate Repair line. It's the most premium line to date and it was developed with 140 plus years of experience and research to deliver the very best. Miracle Hair Rescue repairs hair in only 90 seconds, has key ingredients AHA and omega-9, rebuilds the hair bonds inside the strands and replenishes the outside barrier of damaged hair. Love that for us. Don't you? Yeah, I love the ads on the toasts, like such relevant brands that people use, that you guys use. In our Beauty, everyday life. wellness, fabulousness. It's so true. So wonderful. I've got one more for you. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by State Farm. The State Woo-hoo! Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. The plan's all about being personal to you and your needs. That means you get the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you at an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. So you have to think about it like this, like we are all so different. You think we're the same, but we're so different. Different coffee orders, different hair care, different needs, you know, different in content that we're into even. So of course our insurance needs to be personalized just as well because personalization just makes everything that much better. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage, your selections can all be personalized by you. So like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices may vary by state. Options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Do you want to give the jingle a I was going to say, that should have been the song that we sung into on Friday. Oh, LOL. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Like a good neighbor, Belle from her eighth grade musical is there. Is here at the toast. She is. So thank you to our wonderful sponsors for allowing us to get into the Fast Five Stories. First story, a little Florida news for your Florida girlies. Jeff Bezos announces he's relocating from Seattle to Miami. He said it's an emotional decision. So Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, obviously, (laughs) announced that he is leaving Seattle, which has been his home since 1994 when he started Amazon out of his garage and where he built up Amazon. And he is moving to uh, to Florida, to Miami. He said his parents, they recently moved back to Miami. It's the place where he lived where he was younger. He went to high school in Miami where on the morning speaker they said, good morning. Um, (laughs) He explained the motivations behind his upcoming move. He said, I want to be close to my parents and Lauren and I love Miami. He also added that his space company, Blue Origins Operations, are increasingly shifting to Cape Canaveral. So they are... Moving on down. I just do not see a Miss Lauren Sanchez in Seattle. So like this makes a lot of sense. I did not realize that they lived in Seattle. Like I feel like they don't actually like when I see pictures of them, they're always like bopping everywhere. Like that might be where his like main home is. Like he might file taxes in Mm -hmm. Seattle, but or Washington State, I guess. But like regardless, I don't think they're spending a majority of their time there. No, for sure. Well, if he files taxes there, he has to spend 180 days there. But yeah, yeah. no, and that's she, why he's probably making some move to Florida. She's not with him. Like she's still back. No, in they're LA. in LA. Yeah, a hundred percent. I was, this tracks on so many levels, but also I do think it is this tracks regardless of knowing that he grew up in Miami and his parents are here. And but that also is just a wonderful sentiment. You know, I'm all for people being close to their family. So. um Literally, Florida is the place to be. It's the place to be. Do you think like maybe we'll have a casual run in with Jeff Bezos? Oh, I don't know. I feel like there will always be like on a boat, you know? Totally. And you're never getting on a boat. I'm never getting on a boat. We'd have to like, you know, sail the seas looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's good for the state. Great for the state. Right? That would be good for the state. That brings like a lot of wealth into the state. Yep. Yep. I guess there's a a very like proficient Amazon operation here in the state of Florida as well. Like, do you always see the Amazon trucks? Yeah, there's yeah. like there's seven like of them. Yeah, they're fleets. You can order stuff and you get it literally overnight delivery. Like, it never had that in New York. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so hopefully he'll be able to work here successfully. But he like do doesn't, his, is, I don't think he's do really involved with work. Amazon. You don't? I think yes and no, but like he's not the CEO of the company anymore. He's not? No, Andy Jassy is. He stepped down. I think he's probably still the chairman, but he's not the CEO. He's not running. He's not taping up my packages and shipping them out. (laughs) No, he's not. He's not day to day at Amazon anymore. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. So what's his day to day like? Obviously going to the moon. Oh, right. Blue Origin and Washington Post. He absolutely has to. And Sanchez, I think, runs like the Bezos Earth Fund or something like that. Oh, yeah. I just started following her on Instagram because I wanted to know what she's about. Like, what does she stand for? What does she care about? It's a lot of clean water stuff, you know? I have no (laughs) idea what she stands for and what she's about other than her being with Jeff Bezos is obviously the best thing to ever happen to her. And like the crew that she runs with is like... Yeah, no, she's having a good time. She's enjoying she's her life. She's living her best life. And honestly, good for her. Yeah, she's really grown on me. Um, And I just feel like clean water, like, offends Although, nobody. regardless, I take back what I said. Justice for Mackenzie Bezos. No, she's fine. Yeah. Like, she's fine. She got married and divorced again, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, like, the richest woman in the world. Yeah. I'm, I don't worry for her. Yeah. And she's, like, giving away, like, all of her money anyway. Right. Yeah. The giving pledge. The yes. giving tree. Yeah, the giving tree. 
I love that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, honestly, like, despite the start of this relationship, it actually seems to really be a viable one. Yeah. No, yeah. like, they're really going the distance. And now they're engaged. Like, it's very traditional. They dated for a few years. It's, like, chuggy as hell. So chuggy. And so- I, no, I'm telling you, like, I've really turned a corner. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, they wanted to prove everybody wrong, and they did. Yeah. Happy for them. Yeah, and they're just, like, enjoying their life, which is all you can really hope for from life. 1,000%. Especially, like, when you're that wealthy, it's like, if you're not enjoying yourself, really, what's the point? What the the fuck are you doing? Yeah. If you're not on your boat doing God knows what, what are you doing? Yeah. So Go to the moon. (laughs) He had purchased a seven-bedroom mansion on a small private island. Is he Um, living on that island that everybody lives on? Biscayne Bay? Is that in Florida? Yes, it is. Okay, that's where he had bought a mansion, but he also purchased a neighboring home um, for 1.8 acres. So I guess that's where they'll live for now. Who knows? It's probably like a starter home for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. That's Welcome exciting. Welcome to, to, to Florida. State, the Sunshine State. Party in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. Welcome, Welcome to, to Miami. Miami. Benvenido a Miami. I'm so excited for them. Yeah, me too. I we definitely should bring think- over a casserole. We should bring a beef stew and a holly. <laughs> oh my God. We should bring a beef stew and a holly. Yeah. Far shar. So our next story, one of our favorite girls. Sorry. You've been saying so many things that I really like. You feel, I mean, if you're going to take over for Claudia, feel free to call me out. You, you didn't say sunspots. You said spun spots. Um, but Okay. Well, I'm like a new mama. So I have like. By the way, that's why I didn't call you out. I have out, postpartum fog. So yeah. By the way, it's very real. If you don't want to support fog. new mothers, you could call me out. Sure. Oh my God. Stop <laughs> it. Um, story. Our second story. Our second story. Is about our favorite girl, Jessica Simpson. She's celebrating oh, six years of sobriety. So Jessica Simpson is celebrating the latest milestone in her sobriety journey. This month, she marks six years sober. The mother of three celebrated her milestone with an Instagram story on Thursday that linked to a post of a picture of her from six years ago. She wrote six years ago, um... The original post was in celebration of her fourth anniversary. She's seen sitting with the sunbeam lighting up her face. It said, the person in the early morning of November 2017 is an unrecognizable version of myself. I had so much self-discovery to unlock and explore. I knew in this very moment I would allow myself to take back my light, show victory over my internal battle of self-respect, and brave this world with piercing clarity. She said that to achieve those goals, she needed to stop drinking alcohol. I live for Jessica Simpson. Live And for I her. love that she's another one just living her best life. Like she owns her company again. She has a beautiful family. She's feeling good about herself. Yeah. I just want nothing but good things for Jessica Simpson. I and six years agree. is incredibly, like it, it's incredible regardless. It, if you have one day sober, let alone six years. But honestly, I'm just so happy for her that I, I can tell from her content that she's in a good place. For sure. I feel like I ask you this every time you're on the show. Um, and I think I know the answer, but did you read her book? Yes. You yes, did? I read her book. Oh, I loved okay. It. Yeah. Okay. I thought you didn't. No, I, we talked about how I read her book and that I would definitely be reading Britney's because I like that genre of book. I haven't yet gotten to Britney's. I saw that Britney made the New York Times bestseller list, though. So kudos of to Britney. Of course. But also, um, did you see the bigger news that her book was chosen for the redheads? 
No. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll read with the group and Lynn, listen. You gotta get. It's never too late to become a redhead. So this next book's choice is Dana's choice. So it's crazy that she chose Brittany. But she was like, honestly, I want to read Should it. Should I guest I- appear on the redheads this month? Oh my god. Yeah, you could like give a little synopsis. We've done. We've had. No, I'll, I'm, it's definitely like top of my list to read and. I love a celebrity memoir. Yeah, as do I. Especially celebrities that just really had such a profound impact on us growing up. Like they were our whole lives, Mm -hmm. you know, their music, their clothes, their everything they did. Reading J14 magazine. Like we didn't have the internet. We were like seeing all these pics of them, you know, living their best lives. But then we now know they weren't. Yeah. And that has so much, you know, such an impact on like who we are, what we saw what our role models were and then to know what they were going through, you know, yeah. very interesting. I'm, I'm fascinated by all of it. Right. So I'm excited for Brittany, for the redheads and for Jessica Simpson, six years sober is no small feat. And if you read her book, you know, like how, how hard of a place she was in, what a tough spot she was in. So I'm yeah. really, I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her. Me too. Very much. So. And honestly, I just feel like she always has been a like, somebody that so many girls and women looked up to. And I feel like this is just a whole other way for her to be that for so many people. Cause she's yeah. now businesswoman, mom, she's sober. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's so many ways for people to connect with her no matter where they are in their journey. Not just like pop star actress, Daisy Dukes. Yeah, for sure. Well, our next story is some Bravo drama. Bravo has been in the news all week. That variety article came out. BravoCon is this weekend. Was it variety or vanity fair? The one, the expose? Vanity Fair, maybe, yeah. yeah. I started reading it, but it was really long. I know, I read like half, <laughs> maybe not even half of it, too. There's been some fallout from the article, um, but also it's come out that the latest installment of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip might not air, might be pulled due to the sexual assault scandal. So Camille Grammer was on that season and she commented, she said, what a shame. It's a reality show. I saw a few clips. It's very funny. I didn't see anything that crazy while filming that I have not seen before over the years. So Camille was on that installment along with Brandy Glanville, Vicky Gumbelson, Gretchen Rossi, Phaedra Parks, Eva Marcel, Alex McCord, and Caroline Manzo. The series taped earlier this year in Morocco. However, production was briefly halted due to a sexual assault claim involving Brandy and Caroline Manzo. It was first reported that Brandy um, and Caroline were... Oh, no, Brandy was kicked off due to unwanted kisses. However, Page Six later exclusively reported that Brandy had allegedly touched Caroline's breast area and vaginal area over her clothes and then stuck her tongue down her throat. So Caroline has not said much about the incident because it wasn't good for her headspace, but Brandy proclaimed her innocence, claiming that she was set up. She said it's BS and Caroline was fine. Despite that scandal, the installment was still set to air. However, um, another sexual assault lawsuit was brought forward by a butler who appeared on the franchise's second season. And Liam McSweeney has a forthcoming discrimination complaint set to be filed. Uh, against the network. So yeah. an insider is saying Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Morocco was probably never going to air. And now they're thinking about tabling Roni legacy as well. NBC is really pissed off because they feel like Bravo let Shed Media, the production company, ruin multiple shows, Roni obviously being one. Many people appear to agree, agree with Camille that they still want this season to air. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't watch Bravo that intimately. So again, coming from a point of view that I don't have all the information, but I think to me, this sounds similar to like the Bachelor Reckoning from Bachelor in Paradise, where there's just way too much alcohol involved and people are watching people consume too much alcohol and do things that they're not going to remember that they're doing without intervening. And I do think that there probably needs to be some sort of guidelines, something in place. I mean, even in the Vanity Fair article, what I read from that was just like, you know, people were so blackout, so hungover, throwing up Mm -hmm. on themselves. And it's like, inject yourself with the shot, gets an IV and keep it moving, you know? And I feel like even though reality TV is what it is, it's entertaining and it's all the things and whatnot, there still needs to be a responsibility from these production companies to take care of the talent. Like if people are drinking too much, like there's a reason why bartenders cut you off. Like why is in production cutting people off? And I think, you know, obviously I can't comment on the Caroline Brandy situation. I wasn't there and it's two sides to every story, but I'm willing to 100% guess that there's alcohol involved, that both sides have a different memory of what happened probably. Maybe there's footage that shows it. Maybe there isn't. We also know things are very heavily edited. So I just think there kind of has to be a little bit of a reckoning with reality TV because while it's very entertaining and and whatnot, like a lot of lives have also been ruined from reality TV, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't air the show. Like, I don't know what they should do, right? Because I don't know what the footage looks like and I don't really know what happened, but With all of these lawsuits against Bravo, there just has to be a moment where they have to actually take it seriously. Because to me, the common thread in a lot of this is that there's just way too much alcohol involved. And like people are doing things, behaving in ways that they might not do when they're sober. Or maybe they would and they should not be on the show regardless because they, you know, are extremely inappropriate. But regardless, it's just alcohol in those mass consumptions, right? Like you're told to drink a lot so that you can be funny and silly and do stupid things and start fights and all the things that people love about reality TV, but it has real life implications on people. Yes, but there's two counter arguments. One, like, you know, the entertainment value. If some of the women, like when they're not drinking, they're not entertaining and there's no show there. So right. it's not like... like there should be other ways to, you know, conjure up an entertaining show. But like, that's why I think some of the women, it's not just production, you know, peer pressuring them. It's them being like, oh, I want to be funny today. Like, let me have a drink and see what happens. Like, Or I'm feeling keep, nervous or I'm feeling I'll anxious. i my job. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The other thing is like, these are all consenting adults who sign up for a television show knowing that it could make their career or it could break their career. And it's a risk that you take. These, no one is forcing anyone to be on these shows. So agreed. I totally agree. And yes, it could ruin your life, but it could also make your life make your sure. that it's just a risk. I just think that if you see people are so visibly drunk where they can't control themselves, a producer should step in and put that person to bed. I agree. And also as a watcher of these shows, I can tell you, I don't find this that interesting. Like it's, it's not pleasant to watch and it doesn't move the storyline forward for me because it's like all null and void the next day because that's not the same person who it was the night before. So like, I don't even find that very interesting. Yeah, no, I totally hear that. And so I feel like there's a certain amount of alcohol, you know, as like a social lubricant, get people comfortable that is helpful towards making these shows, but then it's harmful like anything else. It needs to be a balance. Yeah. A hundred percent. I could not agree with you more. Great. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens here because it's just too many lawsuits. They can't sweep it under the rug anymore. Yeah, but like I said to Claudia this week, I think I don't know that much will happen because it's not there's not like one person who can 
take the down, the fall for this. People would think it would be Andy, but he's been distancing himself from being the boss of these shows for years. He always says, oh, you want this housewife back? I'm not in charge anymore. I don't do this. I don't do that. So it's like he's been kind of preparing himself for this moment. And I just feel like there's not going to be anyone who's like held accountable because everyone will just keep like Right, pushing based on it, what you're saying, Bravo like, is already trying saying, to Bravo's blame saying Shed, it's Shed, yeah. Shed, you know, works for Bravo. So there's not going to be anyone who's going to be um, head on a spike for this except for Ramona Singer. Like yeah. they fired her from BravoCon because of what came out in the article. And I feel like they might just try and like put it, pin it all on her. Right. And that's them, you know, hey, we're doing well, something. I also wonder if ne- like with things like this, it's a total domino effect, right? So now that you start having people come out, like people are quiet for a really long time because they're afraid. And now you're starting to see people not afraid to speak anymore. Who knows how many more other people are going to come out of the woodwork? Yeah. Well, I think it's hard because like existing cast members aren't going to bite the hands that feed them. Former cast members just come off disgruntled. So... Yeah. It's hard to find like really credible. Yeah. But there are so many different shows and there have been so many shows over the course of time. Some that made it and some that haven't. And I agree with you. It definitely comes from a disgruntled lens. But the people that they spoke to, it doesn't come that, come off that way to me. Like when they spoke to Bethany, who's, I don't know why she would be disgruntled. The show was really good for her. So if she's saying something like it's worth listening to. And then Leah and Ebony, I don't think are disgruntled. Like they, did their show, it didn't work out, and now they're just sharing their story. Agreed. I totally agree. So it's yeah. hard to find, like, the right people who people will be like, hey, you know. Listen up. Maybe maybe there's more to the story. Yeah. Well, are you ready for our next story? I sure am. It's brought to you by Quince. I love high-end luxury goods as much as the next person, but my wallet isn't on the same page, unfortunately. That was until I found Quince. Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at prices within reach. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince's capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, and flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories for top quality fabric, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I have gotten a couple of gorgeous luxury items from Quince, but I don't have to pay that luxury price tag, but they it's like that quiet, elegant, understated look, which is all the rage right now. And if you're looking for pieces like that, that are going to be quality, but not, you know, screaming loud or not with a very hefty price tag, Quince is the place to get it. So get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash toast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash toast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash toast. 365 day returns. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Now I also need to let you know that the toast is brought to you by Etsy. Hey there, toast listeners. It's the holiday season, so I want to talk to you about Etsy. If you're like me, you're on a mission to find handcrafted, affordable gifts made by independent sellers. I love finding gifts on Etsy because they are so unique, one of a kind, thoughtful. The recipient always loves them, and whether you're searching for custom home pieces like cutting boards, linens, throw pillows for your favorite holiday hosts, or personalized items like purses, necklaces, and seasonal jackets for your most stylish family and friends, Etsy has it. So one time I had a secret Santa 
for someone and um, I got someone who was in college. So I got them like custom college merch from Etsy and they were obsessed. Like you can just always find the best gifts for someone on Etsy. So if you are shopping this holiday season for your loved ones, for stylish gifts, home gifts, you can find amazing gifts on Etsy. I look forward to finding more gifts for family and friends on Etsy. And if I have another Secret Santa this year, you know that's where I'm going. So if you're new to Etsy, use the code HOLIDAY10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's code HOLIDAY10. The maximum discount value of $50 expires on December 31st, 2023. See terms at etsy.com slash terms. For handcrafted and affordable gifts for everyone on your list, Etsy has it. Shop etsy.com for the best gifts. Our fourth story, Disney will buy full control of Hulu in a deal with Comcast. So a little movers and shakers content news, Disney has agreed to take full control of Hulu in a deal with Comcast, which has owned a third of the streamer ever since Disney's acquisition of 21st Century Fox Entertainment assets. The acquisition of Comcast's stake in Hulu at fair market value will further Disney's streaming objectives, said Bob Iger. A securities filing confirmed that NBC Universal triggered the purchase earlier in the day, saying we look forward to the appraisal process and the determination of Hulu's fair market value, which we expect will reflect the extraordinary value of the business. I absolutely need to stop talking for a second. So what do you think about this? I, by the way, I love the way that you're reading Comcast, like literally makes, so pronounced. It makes reading easier and that way I like flub less words when I like say it. Weird. No, it's great. Um, this kind of goes back to the freebie of it all. It's like, okay, so now Disney is going to own Hulu. It's ESPN. It's ABC. So I pay for Hulu. I pay for Disney Plus, you know, like sports, ABC, cable, like all of that. It's like we just have to get to a point where I can't be paying for four different services that are own, all owned by the same company. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the long-term play is to bring it all together in one super streaming app. In a mechanism such as cable. Yeah. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, just, well, it's just the owner is different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But But that's really what it is if it becomes like one platform. Yeah, well, Disney Plus just raised their prices. Like, it's just out of control, all the different content on all the different places. And now that it's owned by the same people, it needs to all come together. Yeah, I also didn't realize that like Disney didn't own all of Hulu and there was like a third and third. Yeah, like. Hulu has been weird. Like a, it was owned by a lot of different people. Ooh, Hulu's been stepping their pussy up though, I feel. I love Hulu. Yeah. yeah. What was I just watching on? No, I, I'm watching Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV+. Plus. It's so good. It's based it on good? a book. Oh my gosh. I loved the book. It was like the best Redheads book of last year. And the show is so good and they're releasing it episodically so I just caught up and now like I want more but it's like becoming it's my comfort show at the moment yeah I I watch Hulu all the time because all the Shark Tank episodes go there Mm -hmm. Um, and then they have like Celebrity Family Feud like they just have like a lot of interesting things I mean the Kardashians are on Hulu like Hulu is it is legit you know yeah yeah they're doing good stuff only murders which I tried to start the new season but I just it's weird but I watched it but I um I just mentally like wasn't in the mood for it, but no shade to the show because it's a good show. Yeah, the thing about Only Murders this season is just it it almost has like too much star power. It has like Mm, Meryl Streep. Right. It's just like too many people, you know? I think like when you already have like the Martin, Steve, Selena of it all, you don't need to, there's a Tina Fey in there. Like you just don't need all those people. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's like almost overkill. I understand that. Yeah, but it is... um, it's good. It it actually took me a little bit of a while to get 
through it as well, even though it's like only 10 short episodes. Um, but it was another one where they like released week to week. So that was probably part of it because like I didn't start it for a while. I just don't like when they do that. Again, trying to go back to the cable of it all to your point. That's it's like it, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Then you tried to fix it and then go back to what it was when you thought it was broken. Did you watch Tell Me Lies on Hulu? I did. I loved that show. Yeah. Another season coming? For sure. Yeah. I just like, I don't know why I like You should that also show watch so Cruel Summer if you liked that. Also on Hulu. Okay. Excellent. Okay. That's like what the kids are watching. I think so. I'm certainly not a kid, so I do not know what but the fuck like they do. But you like kind of, we, we like like kid stuff like Ginny and Georgia. I like Ginny and Georgia because it's just like, you know, top rated on Netflix and then it shows up and I watch it and it's good. Well, it's like you, you know? wouldn't expect that like Olivia watches Ginny and Georgia. Really? Yeah. Why? I, it's just like. It's it kind of has that like drama crime component. Does it? I don't even know what it is. Oh yeah, it does. Did you watch um, The Summer I Turned Pretty? I watched the first season and then I started the second and I watched the first season just because everybody was and I was like oh okay like let me figure out what this is all about and I thought the first season was like cute rom-com drama and the second season I didn't even get through the first episode because it was so bad. That's exactly my been my experience too and then Claudia said it so it wasn't even like I know I could be like a curmudgeon about like things that don't apply yeah. to me. Uh, Claudia said it was bad too, second yeah. season. So it's bad. Yeah. No, I try, you know, I obviously watch a lot of TV and I try to watch things that are entertaining to me. But for the most part, even if something's for the kids, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad, especially if it's like no, top rated on no. Netflix. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But like there, or Hulu. you just wouldn't expect Olivia's like watching like Teeny Bopper stuff, but she What like other Teeny Bopper is. stuff? Like I, Sex Lives of College Girls? I guess that's Teeny Bopper, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's excellent. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it's just a fun fact about you. Like, I also watch a lot of things like, you know, international crime, you know, things that, yeah, no, you know. No, that, that's not, not the teeny sh- bopper that's, stuff. No, but because you watch those things, it's surprising I know, that you I also keep up. Incor- I gotta keep up. It's surprising that you also incorporate teeny bopperism into okay, your Okay, what other life. teeny bopperism do I watch? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I no, don't I don't really watch Teeny Bopperism. Like, I don't watch, like, Gilmore okay, Girls. I guess it was know? just really Cruel Summer. And you, like, were posting about it But it's Cruel lot. Summer because it was so good. It's not Teeny Bopper. You should watch Pretty Little Liars. No, see, that I'm not ever going to. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching Gilmore Girls. I actually think Girls. you would like Pretty Little Liars because you like Teeny Bopper. And it's like. <laughs> no, you're so annoying. <laughs> and because it's, like, crime. No, it's Mystery. that's like too cheesy cringe for me. Okay. I don't like stuff that's, like, in the supernatural. Like, where it's, it's like, fake. It's not. You know? It's not supernatural. It's just a little far-fetched, I think. But it's it's not supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not watching it. Just saying. I think you should I think it would actually be like perfect for you. And you like Troy and Belisario. Um, I like her husband. Right, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. because he was in suits. Right. Um you know, I'm not into the teeny bopper stuff. I just like I watch the trending things. I would like to frame it that way. Okay. But Cruel Summer like, wasn't even trending, was no, it? No, that's why. I, I need to get <laughs> off of you and Cruel Summer Goodbye. because it's like cloudy. Yeah, because you can't think of one other example. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I know. you admitted it. No, no, I, I think I already did. But I know. It was just, I guess, a shock that you like were going so hard for Cruel Summer. <laughs> you should watch it and then you'll go hard for it too. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. You could, you'll actually be the Claudia in the moment of like having, you know. Being like being against something. Being so stubborn. I think I said like multiple times I should watch it, but agree. You should. You should. It's good. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I sure am. A little light, fair, holiday flavor news. Ooh. Eminem drops a new vanilla and white chocolate flavor for the holidays called 
toasty vanilla. Yummy. The holiday season has begun and M&M's is ready to celebrate. Mars, the company behind the candy, has released a new toasty vanilla white chocolate M&M's flavor that is coated in festive brown, white, and vanilla crunchy candy shells. So new flavor M&M's. What do you think about M&M's always like remixing and doing new flavors? I like it, but the the one, the OGs are still the best ones. Like I live for a peanut M&M and I live for pretzel. Okay. Oh, but they, pretzel's not OG though. I know, but it's it's five plus years old, you know? Like yeah. the, the cookie crunch one they have, it's like not that great. I like love all of them. Like they okay, have great. brownie, which is so good. It like melts it's very in your mouth. Rich. They have... um. They have it? peanut butter, which is peanut really butter good. is amazing. amazing. That's a staple. They now. also, I think they have like a cold brew one. I think Ooh. Um, they have caramel, which again, I caramel is good. Eh. I still think like peanut is one of the best ones. Oh, I don't peanut like and pretzel, but I do. I pretzel will, is the best one. Agreed. Agreed. The best. Yeah. And I, I this sounds good. White I found, chocolate sound, can be hit or miss, but I love I'm like a vanilla flavored girly. So, yeah. you know, I'm into this. I'm into this, too. I have high hopes. They should make like um cookies and cream type. Like, you know, those cookies and cream bars, Hershey's like they should make that M&M's. Yes. Do you know that um one year um at a, like at work, I participated in a Halloween. What's it called? Um, Where you have. Bracket. Halloween candy bracket and I had cookies and cream going all the way and like I was shamed because it really is the best but everyone like went for Reese's cookies and cream is so good but I do think it's like a little it's bit niche, you know? divisive like some people like you either love it or you don't like it but then there are other candies that everybody likes no I know but cookies and cream is really the best especially frozen if you're looking for a sweet treat this I don't weekend. like frozen I don't like my candies frozen my husband does that too I'm like why do I want to break my tooth why it's just good it's so good cold and delicious it's good like good room, good, it's good room morning temperature. cookies and cream it's good room temperature and delicious um I saw your um, Midnight Milky Way Right. I was going to say, Claudia and I were having a conversation about Halloween candy. What are your favorite Halloween candies? Like, what do you go for in the bowl? Um, I'm, I've am i been going for the peanut M&Ms, honestly. Mm. Like, that's the vibe. Because it's a little sweet, cute packet. I would never go for the Midnight Milky Way or the Milky Way regardless. I feel like I like the Reese's Pieces, the peanut M&Ms. Like, oh, I like the like things where there's multiple. Yeah. Interesting. You know what else is and really good? And I do good? not like the sour gummy. Like that, my husband always gets the chocolate bag and the sour gummy bags from Costco. Yeah. And like that one. And it's not like I don't like nerds or Laffy Taffy. Like I do. It's just like I will Laffy never Taffy. freaking go for that. You know? I like Laffy Taffy, but it's just Oh, straight up, you know what I'm obsessed with? Butterfinger. I'm such I a was, Butterfinger That's what I was about girly. to say. We didn't talk about Butterfinger when Claudia and I were talking, but I love Butterfinger. And like Heath Bar, Toffee oh, Vibes. I'm obsessed. Heath yeah. Bar's amazing, but it's niche. Like it's, you know, it's yeah, not in I guess bag. I'm into the niche things and I'm okay with that. Yeah, like the mainstream one Snickers Milky Way like we're tired of you. we're tired but I think the Snickers ice cream bar is delicious you just like frozen candy I do actually what yeah. do you think about Twix solid but not the one I'm going for it's the one I go for every time I have like a stockpile of Twix did you separate them out just for yourself so no one could take them no the bowl is still by my um it's in my foyer so like when I go I have I just... so much Halloween candy in my pantry it's just like that's nice yeah it is nice the kids really like we're hoarding you know like Taking their two hands and like <laughs> digging into the bowls. That's cute. 
Well, that's your candy update for the day. And that is your toast for the week. Olivia, thank you so much for joining us last minute. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I, of course, enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for having me. And where can everyone follow you, keep up with you? You can follow me at Olivia Ashray. Um, predominantly on Instagram. That is my platform of choice. I do not make TikToks and I'm sorry for that. I just, um, am a bit old. Um, and that's the story morning glory. Why don't you post your food reels to TikTok? Like you're already making them. I know. It's just like not like, I feel like I don't have community there, you know? the community yeah I love my community you know I love my audience I love my followers that's so nice yeah I'm not on TikTok either so I was just I just feel like there are different communities in different places and like TikTok is not where your people are my people are I do feel that way personally I think that's really fair so yeah even though I'm sure there's a shit ton of overlap with my Instagram follower being on TikTok no no I like what you said yeah thank you Instagram's community yeah greater than TikTok community 100% pass it on pass it on Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. Do something nourishing for the soul. Make a beef stew. See family. Call a loved one. And we will see you on Monday to celebrate my birthday. Shabbat shalom. Love ya. Bye. Bye.